Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And normally, we'll be introducing our good friend, Joel Dusha. He was ready to go. He was excited to come back for the first episode of the year. But uh, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, we were told we were mandated by Big Gillen to go on a holiday. How Goods Footy had to stop for the year. And then... Gil, release the AFLW fixture, so we had to come back and record a special emergency episode. Well, Gil got wind of our emergency episode, and uh, our producer, Joel, has had to go into hiding. Uh, we don't know where he is. Uh, we haven't seen him for several days. He'll be back, though, with, with a big story when he comes back. He's, he's, he's laying low so that uh, Gil doesn't, doesn't uh, lock him up and put him in footy jail. <laughs> Godspeed, Joel Dusha. God bless. <laughs> Wherever you are, Joel, I'm sure you're wondering the same thing, and that's how good's footy. Oh, I Tom. can hear him yelling. Footy's back. Footy's back, baby. It is I, so close. I can taste it, Sean. I can taste it's, it. It's back. I think think the earliest it's ever been back. I Look, I know we bemoan on this show AFL as a system, not understanding AFLW, yep. but there's a part of me, while I would much prefer it to be a full-length season at a better time of year, the fact that it's in January means that you get such a short break of no footy and then you're back in again. And it feels so fucking good. I love it a little bit. I lo- like there's a little part of me, January footy, it's juicy. Well, originally it was going to be December footy, which is just crazy. Yeah, yeah that, that would have been too much, I think. What was the original plan there? Because the season would have started and then would they have taken like a week off for Christmas, New Year? I assume so. Unless they, I wonder they if they even planned anything. Well, because I know the, the big bash is on at the moment and they play on like Christmas Eve and like New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. So like they just play through. Yep. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if there was, maybe there wasn't because they ended up moving it to January, but only because yeah. of other things. Yeah. It just makes me think of like the NBA, which is completely cooked and they have heaps of games on Christmas Day. Jesus. Like, I can't fathom that here. That's like starting the Boxing Day Ashes test a day early and expecting a huge crowd. Do you think a huge crowd would still go on Christmas Day? Oh, I maybe. Like, it depends. Like, if your Christmas, what if your Christmas was footy? Like, what if Christmas, imagine a Christmas Day tradition. You do it long enough, right? It eventually, instead of going around to your uncle's place for whatever and having to be excited about a shitty present from somebody, you can get the best present of all, footy. Uh, you know what? I'd get on board that. I don't know if my mum would, but um, I'd find a way to make it work. Is your mum a big Christmas fan? Loves Christmas. Um, I think if I was to say to her, hey, let's take this Christmas energy to the football, she would be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you are not my son. <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway, Tom, we're back this Friday, prime time. Yes. I cannot wait. I think is Friday, is that the 7th of January? Yes. yes. I believe. It's, and um, um, it's an unusual game, actually. It's St. Kilda versus Richmond. Yes. I don't really know why this is prime time. I don't I, understand. Uh, Neither of these teams. So both teams came in the same year, I think. Yep. So they're newish. Yep. Neither of them have built up any sort of a rivalry that I'm aware of. Is it usually Carlton Collingwood? Well, so or, it was Carlton Collingwood the Bulldogs first Melbourne? two years. No, no. So it's this is the big thing. Um, and something that friend of the show Gemma fights for is that it should be a Bulldogs Melbourne opener. Yep. Which it technically is, but on Saturday night. Yep. So I think the first two years it was Carlton Collingwood, and then after that it was. I want to say maybe like it was Collingwood and somebody. And then last year they tried to replicate the men's comp and just do a yep. Carlton-Richmond opener. Oh, that's right. Now, I believe I'm, I could be wrong, but I think I read Icon Park doesn't have the lighting capacity to do night games this season or something like that. Is that correct? Because that would have played into that factor as well. Because uh, they've got, they're renovating the stand. Is that right? They're, like, Possibly. I drove past I, the other day and yeah. there's a whole chunk of it missing. Oh, it's the Michael Voss effect, mate. They, uh, how, they break it down it and they build it up better. Yeah. How good is it having a footy podcast where the two hosts don't know anything about anything? <laughs> it's good to be back, Sean. It's good to be back speculating widely about why things are the way they are. Yeah. I think the lighting thing is is an issue at Icon Park. I, I distinctly remember hearing that, reading that, absorbing that information. I think that is a factor. And you'll you'll see that later on, on Sunday they're playing at 4.10. Which technically, like... To be fair, though, they could start that Friday. Like, it's here's the thing it's school holidays, it's summer. That Friday night game could be a 5 10 start or a 6 10 start. It, it could be, but I guess they want that sort of more primetime TV package as well. I'll be staggered if that's on TV. What, the Friday night game? I reckon it won't be. I reckon no, it'll be on. Like, not free to, to air. Sorry, not free to air. No, it would be, wouldn't it? W- would it? Well, what are Channel 7 doing? Seven have got the cricket, don't they? Yeah. When does the test start? Our our Wednesday, I believe. So, all right. So, so that'll be day three. That'll be the the uh, McGrath day. Well, it'll be over then test. because the footy the test should be done by. Let's have a look. I'm just getting my um my little oh Sean. Yeah. Nah, criminal. A crime. Are you telling me? Sorry, are you telling me that's not on prime time. The Friday night primetime game is on Channel 7, the fucking Big Bash. I thought we moved it to January so we'd get free air, Gil! I'm going to go to footy Wait, jail in a no, minute. No, no. I won't be on Sorry. next week. Sorry. The first game of the season's not on free to air. No, not What's that I can on? tell. Let me have a look. I'm just going to... This uh, is a disgrace. <laughs> it'll be on Foxtel, I think, unless unless I'm on... Oh, you're kidding me. I've just got to make sure I'm not on Sydney TV, because if I am... Oh, hang on. Yeah, no, hang on. Hang on. I've gone early, so just... Oh, Tom. We're dealing with my ability to check things. Uh, Channel 7, nah, Big Bash. Yeah. Oh, no, seven, wait. 7-2 seven seven mate. something? 7 mate. 7 mate has the footy. 7 mate has the footy. All right. Well, let's... I don't, know. don't know how I feel about that. I think I'd like it to be on the Prime channel. I think it should be too. Who cares about the Big yeah. Bash? It goes for 100 years. Yeah, fuck the Big Bash. The big, I'm going to tell you, bash, Tom. It's cool. I don't care. You know how I feel about cricket. I don't give a fuck about the Big Bash. No. I don't care. Well, you're, you're back a little bit about We'll get on that later, but you are. Maybe later we'll talk a little bit about cricket, but Big Bash, please. <laughs> no fucking way. The only thing, the only fun thing about the Big Bash at the moment is that there's, I say fun in inverted commas, is that there is apparently so much COVID throughout all the teams that the Melbourne Stars are literally picking like, people from the twos at the state level to play in their side because they have no one to play. I think Glenn yeah. Maxwell bowled the first two overs of a game. The other day. I, I think I think Daisy Pierce was asked this today. She was talking about it, and I'm probably paraphrasing here, but I think she was kind of saying that I'll have to sort of treat it like it's just injuries to the team sort of thing. Like it's going to be – the squad is going to be so much more important than your actual best first-picked yeah. team. Because it's just there's going to be just all these factors, I think. There was a great article by Libby Birch in the paper this week or last week, mm. um, 
that I read where she was saying, saying a similar thing, that the team that's going to be best poised for a flag this year is going to be a team that manages COVID best. But yeah. also the article was saying that it's unfair still in this day and age that um, they're not paid full wages, so they have to oh, try to supplement sure. it. It's, it's madness. It's a bit um, of a minefield, isn't it? It's frustrating for them. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I know that Daisy was saying, Daisy Pierce was saying um, that it's it's just going to be, you know, one one week you're going to be up against a team that's absolutely copped it because of COVID or because of other stuff, and some weeks you'll be stronger, some weeks you'll be weaker, and you'll just it'll just be a bit of luck as well. Well, that's the thing, and the other thing too is that like it's it's going to be hectic again. Like I, I just feel I I would just love the women's cop just to have a free hit, like a, yep. just, after the two years they've had where like. What twenty twenty? They don't have a result. Yep. Twenty twenty one. There was all sorts of wild restrictions constantly. It just be. I just. It's on one hand, it's like I'm so excited footy's back on Friday, but on another hand, I'm like I wish it was a month later because who knows? Maybe in a month, it, the situation's better. I don't know. Because yeah, a lot has changed in the last. Well, in the last week, really. Last yeah, last two it's weeks. Just, yeah, I, I do. I feel bad. The season's just starting at just probably the wrong time. But Nicole Livingston was talking about it today and saying that they've, this is the third year now, so they're kind of used to having to deal with things on the run. And you'd think hopefully third try now they'll be better at, at dealing with it. I can't fathom that 2020 season where there just wasn't a result. What did we fall? Did we fall two games short of, of having a, so, so a premiership? They, they called the final series early. Yeah. Gemma, when you listen to this, let us know where I fucked up. Um, I, I believe they <laughs> called the season off at the prelim final stage. Yes, but they, they started the finals campaign earlier than they were supposed to. Yeah, I think they to. knocked off the last two games of the season or maybe the, the final game or something like that. Yeah. They did a, a round of finals and then there was going to be a prelim and then a grand final. And then they just yeah. they had those four weeks of finals where two results were absolutely fucking huge. Melbourne yeah. had that game where they kicked the goal like in the dying seconds or after the siren to put themselves in it. And I think the North Melbourne game was pretty close as well. And then... Yeah. Freo, sorry, guys. Cancelled. Freo were running towards a premiership. It was... Yeah, it's... It, it, it sucks that, again, because the... But also because the competition isn't completely professional yet. Like the men's comp, they fought so hard in two seasons to make sure they got a result, and it just felt like for that first year of the women's comp, they went, ah, nah, ah, well. Yeah, no, that that was the main frustration of it. It's kind of like if this was in the AFLM, it's like they'll do anything to play three more games of footy. Like they'll just yeah. make it work, even if you have to wait for you know take eight weeks off and and get it finished. I am surprised that it never came back and they just sort of wrapped it up. But I guess it was just, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was financially impossible. Maybe you know everyone would have gone back to their jobs, and it just maybe it was too hard to get everyone back together. I think that's the thing is that for the AFL, because it's professional and they're paid professional wages, they can be like, right, for your job, you're going to be in Queensland for eight months to yeah. play footy. Whereas for a game that's not paid at a professional level, and I mean the AFL have done this big thing where they've announced their roadmap, and by 2030 yep. they're going to have everyone paid, and there's going to be. This big thing, and it's like, why are you doing yeah. that like six years into a competition? Surely that's the roadmap you do year one, right? Mm. Yes. Yeah. This, this feels it does feel, Sean, that the AFLW is run by the same team who tried to make the DC cinematic universe. Where they're just like, <laughs> no, just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> Every decision is just fucked along the way. <laughs> yeah. It it is harder for the women's comp too because at least in the AFLM, it's it, that's their professional job, their full time job. Yeah. So they yeah. can easily sort of go into a hub or, or really have a bubble to avoid stuff. Whereas, like um, you know, the majority of the women, they're still working. Yep. So they're working right now, but they've also got to try and like just keep a low profile to not get COVID before the season starts. It's fucking hard. And a lot of them work like service jobs. Like yeah. a lot of them are like nurses and fireys and paramedics, and it's like. They are frontline. Yeah. So, look, fucking good on them to be able to roll in and play footy and, and do all this while that's all going on. Yeah. Look, the show is How Good's Footy. How good is it, Sean, that footy is – it's happening. It's it's like so fucking close. 
I can taste leather in the air. I can hear the sound <laughs> of cheering. Mm, what's that? Oh, that's a that's a delicious meat pie and beer that I'm eating at the footy. Magic time. It's happening. It's back. How good is it going to feel just to have a weekend full of footy again? Oh, just sit on the couch and watch. You can watch every game. Well, like I'm at a wedding this weekend, so um, yes, I've, which is funny because there's a game very, very near to where you live. <laughs> there is. There's the first, yeah. the first, the first home game yeah. is anywhere from half an hour to three hours away from my yeah. house. It might even be um, an eight-hour walk, but um, that's close. <laughs> that's <laughs> close. Look, Geelong are playing North Melbourne um, at Arden Street in round one, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Arden Street's a magical place. I would love yeah. to have been there. I'm actually missing – how's this, Sean? There are two games. I am missing both of them for first two games that Geelong have that I could go is, to. Is the second one in Geelong? The second one is at GMHBA, yeah, against the yeah. Dogs. Yeah. Is Terence going to go to that one? Uh, I think I think they're going to try to, yeah. So they've yeah. they've bought a membership this year. So uh, previously they've just bought tickets, um, yep. but I think they both mum and dad just decided they're going to buy an AFLW membership, um, which I also still have from previous seasons. So good on you, Dad. Well done, Terence, Cindy, getting yeah, on awesome. the uh, getting on the AFLW train. But yeah, so I'm, I'm missing the first two. So I've got a lift really, but I'll be I'll be watching either on my phone um, or on a te- on a regular television. Depending on what network it's on, because you know who knows with all this bullshit. What a um, a weird but familiar old feeling of like being somewhere like at a wedding and just being on your phone watching footy. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to make no friends and to well, it depends. <laughs> so the game is. I've just had a look. I think the game's like mid afternoon. Mm. Uh, where are we? So it's like it's. Oh, it's. You know what? I reckon the ceremony will be over by then. Five, yeah, ten. you'll be I in reckon- between ceremony and uh, reception. reception. So really, I could watch most of that game. And Probably. Look, based on the form of the two teams, that could be over at halftime. Yeah, Geelong could be up by 100 <laughs> uh, points. Right? I could I could look at that and be like, oh, we're 10 goals up. I could put my phone away. <laughs> um, look, we're getting into it. Do we want to... Just have a bit of a preview of our own. Uh, it's only two yeah, teams sure. that matter in the AFLW, Geelong and yep. Brisbane. Um, yes, and the reigning premiers versus the probable wooden spooners. Excuse me. We, we <laughs> finished second last and our list looks a lot better than it did going into 2021. That's there's good. Some, would want to. There's some... No- <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm very... I'm up. I'm positive for Geelong this year. I am too. Do we, do we want to start with Geelong? Go for it, mate. Yeah. Window oh. wide open. Oh, that is, do I have the floor? You have the floor. Thank you. Do you know what's nice? The fact that Joel is in prison or running away from Gil means that I can't be interrupted by <laughs> two people, just one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have the um, floor, Tom. Thank you. So, yeah, it's a season. Like, look, I'm not going to lie. Last season was pretty rough. One win. And it did feel like a bit of a backward step. Like 2020, we didn't win heaps and we obviously didn't make the finals, but we we had games where we were competitive and we had some wins and it was like, look, we're going to build. And it just felt like we went so far backwards. Um, it wasn't even funny. Like, yep. it was a bit, look, a bit bleak, if I'm being honest. What, but What do you hope for this season? Well, I think I've just recalibrated my expectations about this list a bit. Yep. Um, I think because of the finals appearance in that first year, I think expectation and reality were just like, woo! <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I've this season I just want competitiveness in every game. Um, we've got a pretty hard first four weeks. So I think we've, yes. got, we've got North Melbourne, Bulldogs, uh, Collingwood, and then... The reigning premiers. Oh. If we were two for four at that po- at, at, after round four, I'd be over the moon. Yep. If we were one out of four, I'd also be really happy. If we're zero and four, as long as we were in those games, as long as we aren't getting blown away, as long as we're you know scoring and putting in a bit of a fight, I'll take that as a pass. I think we just I just need to see some improvement from next from last season. So. A bit more scoring, a bit more pace and speed, and and not just getting 
it's interesting because we have a new coach too, brand new coach. Yep. A lot of new coaching staff. We've got a lot of new players and we've lost a few. But I think across the board, there's there's some really exciting stuff. Like you've got Prisparkas coming in and she's, by all accounts, going to just be absolutely ridiculous. We have a fit Nina Morrison, which is basically like having a new player. Like we might finally, finally get the player that she is. She's also got the fucking best hair in the comp. So (laughs) there's that. It's Amy McDonald builds again after a really good year last year. We get Chloe Shear in, which is a really nice pickup for us. Um, I would like to see them play Phoebe McWilliams in the forward line. That'd be good. Um, That'd be nice. We also get Kate Darby as another. We've got a couple, a few more forwards that we can use rather than having to play players out of position. And that was the issue. We'd sort of, we have a rock solid defense and a pretty good midfield, and then we'd sort of get the ball forward to center, and it would all fall apart. So, a bit more, a bit, a bit of a a lift in that area would be nice. And some of those players like um, Maloney and Gardner, who are really, you know, sort of in their second year, some of those third year players as well, just to take that next little step up to the next thing, like Becky Webster and players like that. But um, I'm excited, Sean. I'm I'm yeah. fucking excited. Is it less about win loss, or probably more attitude? And willingness to fight. I think because the way I, I think about it, Tom, the way I think is back to like 2018 AFLM Lions. Yep. When I when you have that moment that is like the Matrix, when <laughs> Neo turns around and decides to fight Agent Smith, and Morpheus is like he's beginning to believe. That's oh. what you want to see from the girls on the field. I think. I think you want to see those glimpses that yes, they're starting to believe that they they will win games. If if there's a moment, Sean. Say in round one, we're playing North Melbourne, and North Melbourne yeah. are a good side. Yeah. There's a passage of play where they're, Nina a, they're Morrison, a rough, they're a bloody they're rough a, side. They're a rough side. Yeah. If there's a passage of play where where Nina Morrison just like puts a bit of puts the jets on, knocks a few people out of the way, and in the coach's box, Dan Lowther, our new coach, is just like, oh, she's beginning to believe, and I hear that <laughs> premiership, baby. Yeah, big time. <laughs> you just want to see her stand up in a contest and then like, you know the bit when Neo does that move and all the dust comes off him? Yes. That's what you want. You just oh. want to see a bit of it. You know you know the paint? Yeah. The, or the, or the, like the 50 meter arc that gets stuck on your clothes when you're playing yeah. footy? Just a bit of that, bit of that dust flying off. She just vibrates off. I'm excited. Yeah. Again, there's a lot of excitement. Like, yes, we've lost Purcell and we've lost Cranston and a few other players, but I think there's just, there's just a, the vibe feels good, Sean. And if anything, I'm a man who believes in vibes over facts in a big way. And you know what? Sometimes when it comes to sport, I think that's more powerful. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. I think, look, again, I don't think the attitude of the effort wasn't there last year. I just think just a number of things. We just didn't grow. There was a bit of whatever. But I think we've we've recruited for the things we needed to recruit for. A lot of those players have taken the next step up. Uh, we had a practice match that we played really good in. It looked really, really settled. So, mate, fucking bring it on. What do you think of getting rid of Cranston? Because to me, she's like a sort of heart and soul type player. Yeah, I, I understand why she went. Read, I read a really great interview with her the other day where she was talking about being the Bulldogs and how it was really hard for her being delisted and then coming back. And I wish her all the best. Maybe she needs to be at another club to to do that. I think also that the Bulldogs will play her in the midfield, which is where she's better. Whereas Geelong yep. were playing her across half forward because we didn't need her really in the midfield. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So again, I can with the recruitment of Prasparkas Morrison being fit, Chloe Shear being able to rotate through the midfield, the emergence of Webster and McDonald as in and under midfielders, Maloney and Gardner are both midfielders. I. I get why we didn't keep her. I would have loved to have kept her. Um, But I hope she does well and I hope she gets more opportunities to play the role that she's more comfortable with. I know she wasn't comfortable playing as a forward, but that's the role that Geelong needed her to play on that list. Um, And I think if she was still there at Geelong, she's probably still playing that half-forward role, which isn't a role that necessarily suits her. It was interesting, though, in that article, um, she was saying that um, Georgia Rankin, who's... Uh, Gun plays Geelong, big fan. Who she kind of got close with when they were playing. 
Cranston's pretty vocally hard on herself, I think. And she was saying that, you know, this player came up to me and she's like, you're so negative on who on you and we can hear it and we think you're the best, one of the best players on our team. So how do you think that makes us oh, feel? Shit. If you think you're shit and we think you're the best, well, what does that mean? Like just and for and she said that was a big sort of wake up call to be like, huh, mm. Sean, you know what? You know what happened? You know mm. what happened, mate? Someone sat her down and said, "It's not about you." Uh, that's what we love. She's going to explode for the doggies. I wish her all the best. I really yeah. do. Yeah, she's a legend. That's exciting, Tom. I'll tell you what else is exciting: what? a premiership defence back to back. Huge chance back to back. Big chance. You look at that list and far out, man. I mean, logically, just purely realistically, mm-hmm. have to be a massive chance. A lot of home games again. Yep. Um, out of 10 games, I think six of them are in Brisbane, in yep. Queensland rather. Yep. Um, so, yeah, massive chance. Disappointingly, only two in Melbourne. Did we talk about that when we did the fixture episode? I think I, we Yeah, we have. did, I think, yeah. 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 That is a little bit annoying, but... Um, it's maybe purely just selfishly from me. I just want to see them in person. Yeah. The best chance to go back to back is to probably have more games in Queensland. Yeah. Um, where they're, they're poor. I mean, last year, I think they went nine and two for the for the season. So Jesus. It's, it's been a while since they've, you know, had that common taste of, of defeat. Um, I'm looking forward to it. We've got a new captain. Um, obviously, Zilk's retired and yeah. is now assistant coach, so that's awesome too. She's still there. That's like, yeah. To keep how her good around, is that? Oh. It's the next best thing to the sadness of having her not playing anymore. Well, because you've but, still um, got, yeah. it means you've still got her brain, her messaging, yeah. her knowledge of yep. players. It's just in a different spot. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I think it's I good. think it's awesome. Good for her. I hope she's the head coach one day. That'd be fucking awesome. Um, Brie Conan's taken over, which is great because I remember when. Um, you know, Gemma messaged us and was like, Brisbane are going to do the captain announcement soon and we were throwing around names. And um, luckily, I think for Brisbane, there was probably like seven names that we threw up because there's just lots of lots of good candidates there. Yeah, and Brie Conan was one of them, but she probably wasn't like anyone's first pick outside of Brisbane. But in, yep. internally, she seems to, yeah, I think she's going to be awesome. I hope she's a premiership captain. Um, they, have, they have lost a few, like, so Zilks is gone, Lauren Arnell left... Yep. Um, I think Lug's gone. Disappointed to see Zanchetta go. I, yep. I, I, I kind of rated her. I thought she bobbed up a couple times last year. Um, but yeah, like we were talking about before, it's going to be about the the squad, really. So it's that internal improvement. Brisbane is still quite a young team, even though they well, won the flag. Well, I was going to say, you, you're kind of in a very good position in that, like, yeah. yes, you'd lost a few, but like, you've still got Dakota Davidson, like, Hodder. Well, that's you- it. Davidson got- and Wardlaw alone, right? Your two keys in the forward line. Right. They're both really young. They're Hodder's really young. young. Like, can you imagine if Hodder goes to another level? Like, what? Is, what even is that? What's another level? I I don't know. It, it's it's realms of football not seen by mortal people. I think. No, I can't recall it. It's it's oh another one coming back this year. Shani Webb. So she missed last season. She had a baby. Yep. Um. So and she'll she'll be a rock in defence if they choose to play her there. She's played there in the past, so I think she'll play there. They've also recruited from Richmond um, Phoebe Monaghan, yep. who can play back as well. So they've got options to fill in for Zilks. And you've got um, uh, Indy Tahoe was, I think, awesome last year. Yep. Like she was a real find. Nat Ryder, these are all really yep. young players who are just like already, like a lot of them should have been all Australian last year and there just wasn't enough room because there's so many good players in the comp. Yep. But if if they all go to another level, and like why why would they not? Belle Dawes is another one. She's bloody young. She's probably like 20 years old and she's a freak. Um, Zimmy, who was our, I think, first pick previous season, she didn't even play last year. So bring her into the team. I'm really excited. I think there's a huge chance. It's it's one of those things, yeah, it, doesn't, it certainly does not feel like a team that's Going down after no. tasting six, it does feel a bit like a like it feels like Melbourne last the men's Melbourne team last year. You know mm. they've won, but there are still like their core good players can also grow exponentially. 
Yeah, I mean, you look at that Melbourne team and you go, well, why can't they kind of do what Richmond did and be a contender yep. for like the next several years? Yep. Brisbane's in that same bracket too. It's obviously going to be hard because there's a lot of there's a lot of really quality teams. Like I would expect Adelaide to have a crack again. Fremantle will be hungry. Melbourne will be really hungry. Like there's a there's a chasing pack there. And Brisbane Brisbane weren't the standout team really last year. No. You could you could make a case that they kind of pinched a premiership. We said I said before they went nine and two, so they were one of the very good teams. But they flew under the radar for most of the year. And I've said this on the show before; it happens every year. Brisbane fly under the radar. That's not going to happen anymore because of the premiership team. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm excited. Well, it's it's wild looking at. I've just looked at the ladder from last year. Yeah. So that top four of Adelaide, Brisbane, Collingwood, and Melbourne. There is no way that that like there's there's nothing stopping that happening again. That top nah. like because Adelaide are probably the only one where there's a bit of a who knows because they are sure. a bit older, but yep. like Collingwood will only be better. Frustratingly, Melbourne yep. will only be better, and then you've got Frio and North nipping at the back. But then even the teams that miss like Carlton will be better, Bulldogs will be better. Like it's an e- pretty even competition. Um, yeah. You'd like to think the Saints would be better. Maybe maybe that round one match is going to be really interesting to see where Richmond and St. Kilda are. For- I th- it should be a good contest. Um, we've already seen the effects of COVID in round one because Brisbane were originally going to play West Coast. Yes. I remember when the draw came out, we were like, oh, that's in Western Australia. How's that going to go? And we found out pretty quickly that it's not going to go. So no, Brisbane now round games, one. I think, changed? Uh, yeah, because like, West Coast and Fremantle are going to play each other now. Um, and then beyond that, they're going to do a bit of like a bit of a travel hub, I think. I think, yeah, West Coast to. and Freo come to Victoria because I think yeah, in, they're the, following- in the hope that later in the season there'll be some changes to restrictions and that sort of thing. But yeah, Brisbane now play Adelaide, grand final rematch. I think originally we were going to play them in like round eight or something like that. Whoa. So that is juicy. That Juice. There's a part of me uh, who really wishes that that was the Friday night game. Like, well, I'm and a they big never will. That that's what I think they're be. always going to do a Melbourne game, aren't they? Like a Victorian team. Well, again, though, out of like make because Melbourne and the Dogs are now playing on Saturday. Yeah. Why isn't hmm. that Friday night? Like, no disrespect to any St Kilda or Richmond fans. Yeah, but why the fuck are your teams the Friday yeah. night? I'm with you, Tom. I think you need to look at the fixture and go. All right, what are the juiciest games? And for sure, like. Adelaide, Brisbane, yeah, Bulldogs in Melbourne is always a great game, I think. I don't know. I just wish that they would look beyond a Victorian team and, yeah. Maybe maybe that Friday night first game of the season should always be the grand final rematch. I don't know. Yeah, bring it on. Do it. Yeah, I would love that. They're, never gonna, they're not going to do it, but, nah. uh, you know, whatever. Any other Brisbane things you excited for? Um, I, I'm trying to recall when Lily Postlewaite did her ACL. As to whether maybe she'll come back this season. I hope she does sort of later in the season, but I'm not sure. Because she's another good one too. Yep. Mate, but that's, that's it's yeah. juicy. A lot of, oh, it's great. Great time. A, you sent me a photo today that was a uh, promo photo for Queensland footy. And it was um, Coach Stasevich and Captain Conan in front of like the big pineapple. And I just love that. That's just um, just tropical. I love it. Stasevich is a great bloke too. Ah, he's a legend. Big fan. Uh, I love him. Is he one of the only... I'm trying to think how many AFLW coaches have been the coach since the inaugural season. That is not a question for either of us. No. I'll message Gemma. Curious to know that. I, I mean, I could probably just like, do my own research on that one. Is, is, is What's his name? The Carlton coach the same Carlton coach? Oh, I don't think he was there from the get-go, though, was he? Yeah, no good question. We will look into that one. We will. We'll just, oh, yeah. Trent Cooper. No, 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 he wasn't. He wasn't the pre-air coach in the first year. Mm. Well, there you go. So already, first episode back and already wrong. Good to know. Yep. Feels good. Yep. Um, uh. Things we're not going to get wrong are some big predictions for 2022. <laughs> Sean, besides Brisbane, who's your grand final contender? Who are Brisbane uh, beating pull. in their 2022 grand final? I think Melbourne. Yeah. yeah Melbourne, look. there's a few teams that just must be so 
fucking hungry to win the flag. I know every team would be, but realistically, you've got Melbourne, you've got Freo, you've got North Melbourne, all these teams that have been like right up there for several years and yeah. haven't been able to do it, and they would be very keen. So, yeah, I think Brisbane will win. I, I hope Brisbane will win the flag again. I think it'll be against, yeah, a Melbourne or maybe a Freo. I would love to see Geelong win the grand final. It's, it'd be, <laughs> yeah. It would be yeah. a statistically a huge thing to go from second yes. last to premiership. Yeah. But I think oh, you mean this done. year? Yeah, wow. yeah. Mm, but okay. yeah. If, it, if it can't be done, yeah. <laughs> if it can't be Geelong, I, I feel Brisbane are absolutely horned up for a flag again. Yeah. yeah. Just, I think there are, it's, it's Brisbane and then maybe a Melbourne, but Brisbane are an absolutely lethal chance. Because I just remember Melbourne have got Taylor Harris as well. I just yeah. She's yeah. yep. come across. It's, oh. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The, the hunger within the group would be the question probably because we've seen Adelaide. Adelaide have won two flags, is that right? But they haven't two gone back of- to back. So they, they won a flag. Yeah. Then they didn't do as well. Then they won a flag. Then they didn't do as well. Then they came runner-up. Yeah. So it's kind of like year to year. Is there that element in the Brisbane camp where it's like, ah, oh, we've already done it. We'll see what happens. Nah, I don't think so. Nah. Stasevich won't let it happen. Simon Black's there. He knows what it's like to play in three flags. That's true. Look no further than assistant coach Zilke. She'll just be like, fucking fire up. <laughs> do it again. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm sure the rules um, won't let this happen, but imagine grand final day. She just she just puts the boots on. That's huge. <laughs> it would be great. That is huge, Sean. Yeah. Um, w Award. Who's going to make your big call now? Um, Brisbane are too even a team, I think, for someone to do it unless Orla O'Dwyer explodes. Um, <laughs> every chance. Every I mean, if Courtney Hodder goes to a new level. There's your there's your W medal right there, um, but I think I I would probably go Prasparkas. Yep, yeah, that'd be my call. I reckon. Um, I was thinking either Ali Blackburn, just because this is a left field choice. Because I feel like the dogs are going to be better again, and I don't know who's yep. going to be stealing votes off her. Yeah, because she's just so consistently good. However, I absolutely think a fully fit. Fully loaded, fully mulleted Nina Morrison is a huge smoky. She stays fit and plays the game that we saw in round one of 2019 when you were like, oh, fuck. And then even even uh, last, not last year, 2020 before she did the knee, she had a couple of games in a row where she had like double-figure tackles, double-figure possessions, just like two or three weeks in a row. And it was like, oh, here we go. This is, and then she injured herself. Can't- can she win it in her third year? She could. Prasparkas no, won I'm, it in her second. No, but I'm trying to think in the AFLM, I think you have to win it. No, sorry, I'm saying W award, not, not Rising Star. I'm saying Oh, W, w sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Now that's a big call. Yeah, for a second there, I was like, Tom, I don't think that's fucking possible, mate. Yeah. No, um, wow. That is a big call. It could happen. But I can get behind it. I can get Thank behind you. it. Welcome. Yeah. It's good yeah. to have you here. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, she can't win the Rising Star because. Um, Georgie Prasparakis is going to win that. Yeah. Because okay. uh, she, for the only reason that she should get five votes. I don't know how the voting system works. Let's just assume it's the same as Brownlow voting. So she should sure. get three weeks default every week because she plays <laughs> in long sleeves. Yeah, okay. In the height yeah, of summer. Long, <laughs> get the long sleeve bump. Get the long sleeve Actually, bump. Actually, that is brave in the height of summer. Yeah. Yep. She's sun smart, though. Yeah. Sending a good messages to the kids. Ah, big yeah. fan. So, yeah, that's that's our big excited Sean in about uh, ten weeks' time to look back and be like, oh, we were geniuses. Yeah, big chance, huge chance. <laughs> All right, rising star. Well, yeah. So Prasparkas for mine. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so I've heard some good things. I'm just I'm focusing on Brisbane here. Maggie Harmer for Brisbane. There's a bit of talk there, but I think I think get Zimmy Farquharson. I don't know if I've got her last name right, but it's in that ballpark. Get Zimmy on the field this season. Yep, and I reckon she's a huge chance. I'd love to see that. Well, there's also Robottom up at the Suns, who was the number one pick. Oh yeah, yep. who's supposed to be pretty fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> by all yep. accounts. So yeah, sneaky chance. Yeah. Hard to do it. It probably won't come from Brisbane. I think it's hard to do in a in an even premiership team. It might come from a team lower down the ladder. Someone who gets to really stand out. Man, I can't believe we're, it's going to come from Geelong and we're going to win the premiership as well. That's fucking huge. Uh, <laughs> do you know how many windows you'll have to break to win the flag this year? Oh, mate, God. I'm excited. Yeah, every window <laughs> in Geelong. Yeah, all of them. They're going to shatter. There will be you, Geelong will become a town where they no longer have windows. It's just open. <laughs> That's evolution in Geelong. That is. Everyone's going to go to Sexyland, buy the biggest dildo they can, and smash the window open. <laughs> um, do we want to do yeah, some great. tips? Yes, let's for do round it. one. Um, so, if you want to participate in the tipping comp and you're already in, uh, it's ready to go. Uh, I will. It'll appear on our Twitter. So on the Haggards Footy Twitter page, as the pinned tweet, we'll do that uh, before yep. when this episode comes out. And I believe, based on I went into the app today. If you were in it last year, just go into the app and put your tips in, and it should be just ready to go. You should be fine. You, some of them you might have to reactivate the account by reactivating the password. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but you can get get in there, see if you can uh, beat us. Pretty easy job yeah. to do, actually. Uh, oh, I don't know about that. I think I went pretty well last year. Anyway, Tom, first game we've talked about it is the Saints versus Richmond. It's it's Skybus Stadium. Yeah, but where is I? That? It's down in Frankston. Frankston. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The reason I think I'm going to go Richmond, Sean, and the reason is I have an incredible stat for you from superstar AFLW statistician, friend of the show, Gemma. All right. So she posted this stat the other day that the most common first name on the 2022 AFLW lists is Sarah. There are 13 of them, Whoa. and four of them oh. are on Richmond's list. I... So wow. by that stat alone, and also because the Hoskins have been reunited. Yeah, actually, I'd forgotten about the power of that. That could be explosive. Twin Magic. I have gone St Kilda, but I forgot about Twin Magic, and now I'm concerned. That's one that could change. Uh, North Melbourne versus Geelong. Well, I know your tip for this, so I'm also going Geelong. Yes, uh, North Melbourne. And 91% of people on the tipping site agree North Melbourne. <laughs> sure. Just because it's popular doesn't mean it's correct. Yeah, that's true. There could be You could fucking race to the top of the tipping chart with this upset, Tom. <laughs> By Saturday at 8, 8 o'clock, I'm coming first and then bomb <laughs> out because I've picked Smokies for every other game. <laughs> uh, Western Bulldogs versus Melbourne. I'm going to go Melbourne. Yeah, me too. Melbourne. Yeah. Freo versus West Coast Freo. Freo for sure. Just yeah. too good. A incredibly juicy game in Adelaide. It's Adelaide versus Brisbane. Grand final rematch. I am obviously going Brisbane. Sure. Do you know what I don't want? Do you know what, do you know what would be my, my dream for 2022? Yep. To not hear anything from Adelaide. So go Brisbane. Oh. Shut them up early. 100 point win. Fuck. 100 point win. <laughs> uh, you heard it here first. Um, bitter rivals, Carlton and Collingwood. I've gone Collingwood. I can't do that. So I am going Carlton. Yeah, okay. Because bit Actually, of, bit of Carlton magic. wonder why I went Collingwood. Who can say I was man? just reading about their um, improved midfield and I went, you know what? I believe there. But, yeah, but I forgot was... about one thing. I forgot that Carlton's now my second team. Voss power. Because <laughs> the, the power of Voss. Um, far out. Might have to get down to that game. Is that sold out? Only one way to find out. Well, you might see me there. You might see Michael Voss there. Family reunion. <laughs> DNA bring a paternity test. test. Here you go, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't do it. Never want to know. Just want to believe. <laughs> um, and then the final game of the round is Gold Coast versus GWS. GWS. Great Barrier Reef Arena. That is that a one name. I've seen listed. I've seen that listed as free. Like the tickets are free for that one. Where is that? Uh, somewhere, in, somewhere in fucking Queensland. 
Is I hope it's on the ocean. The tickets are free. It must be like a... Maybe there's no gates at the stadium or something. Okay, it's in Mackay. All right. Um, it is... I'm looking at a photo of it. It looks pretty... Oh, okay. I think... It looks look. It looks like a beautiful venue. I um, yeah. it's a weird name. Uh, I am disappointed that it is not being played on the ocean. Yeah. Okay. Imagine, imagine a game of footy just played on top of a reef, and there's just like an ankle's worth of water, so you can't bounce the ball. You're just smashing it, like dealing with waves. I don't know. There's, some of the stadium calls are interesting because we got an email from someone who uh, from Cassidy. And she said, boys, we have a problem. For some ungodly reason, the powers that be have decided that the Brisbane Lions AFLW team's home ground should be at Maruchador. Now, I was fine to go all the way to Hickey Park on the north side to support the girls, but this is a bridge too far. Why is the Gold Coast Suns home stadium closer to Brisbane than the Brisbane team? Like, I'm just that is t- interesting. What's the deal I'm, with that? My knowledge of Queensland geography is not good, but I'm just going to type in Maruchador and type in... Uh, the Gabba. Yeah. Okay, so... I assume, I assume no games at the Gabba is to do with the cricket contract or some bullshit. Yeah. So it's it's a, it? it's a, it's a 90-minute 90, 90 drive to the Sunshine Coast. See, interesting. Hang on a minute. Right. Hang on a minute. No, that can't be right. This person's wrong. No, no. Maruchador is about a 90-minute drive, I think, for the yeah, team. Yeah, but they said it's closer than the Gold Coast Suns home ground, but it's not. No, no, they've said that Gold Coast Suns home stadium is closer to Brisbane than the Brisbane team's one is. Oh, right, yeah. right. That's the disgrace in all this. Okay, you know, I've got you. I thought they were like, Gold Coast is closer to us than... Yeah, okay, that's a that's yeah. a 57-minute drive from the Gold Coast airport to the Gabba. Yeah, but it'll add on traffic. It's oh, Well, yeah, man. so it's it's 90 minutes from yeah. from the Gabba to the to Maroochydore. That's just um, that's that's Gill. That's the Gill influence trying to make it harder to go back to back. Yes, he's made it harder. I don't like it. Sean, do we have any more emails? We've got a few, Tom. Thanks for asking. Um, actually, you know what? In the in our postseason break, we got a ripper email from captain of the Howgood's Footy All Australian team, Brandon from Canada. Ah, oh. and he sent you yes a. Geelong Cats Shop member voucher because I he think is. he must he must be a, a member of Geelong is he? I I would assume so, and I guess he didn't want to have to cop Canadian shipping fees. So yeah, thank you, Brandon. So he's forwarded have, that on to you. I've, I'll be I'll be purchasing. I hope they sell them a Nina Morrison wig. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a beanie with like the wig sticking yeah. out underneath. Hundred percent. Ah, yeah, that's that would the dream. be that would be huge. Or. <laughs> <laughs> or a Julia Crockett Gills Grills uh, stick on tattoo of a matter of a lemur fishing. <laughs> I just want to read one more, Tom, because it's something close to my heart, and it's a sighting. It's a Zorko sighting. Oh yes, Zorko out in the wild. This comes from Luke, Brisbane fan. Dear footy profs, I write to you from Rugby League Heartland, a town known as Brisbane. Today, while collecting some Christmas gifts from the Lions store at the Gabattoir, I heard a voice I knew as the one and only Zorko. He was being a legend and chatting to the staff while grabbing some stuff with his son. I know the directive from around June this year was to tell Zorko to lift if we saw him in public. However, personally, I believe he did lift in the second half of the season, and I just wanted to mention a Zorko public sighting. That would have been big, I reckon, Tom, to... (laughs) When he's buying Christmas gifts with his little son, his be son. like, "Oi, lift, lift." <laughs> the okay. The second reason I'm emailing is because a couple of weeks ago, Sean mentioned a WhatsApp group with Lions fans. I am therefore emailing through my CV and reasons why I should be included. And this is a good email because I do want to put together a group chat full of Lions fans. We can just message each other during games, in the lead up to games, all that sort of thing. Um. I won't read through Luke's CV. It's very good. He's 100% locked in. I will just say, I don't think WhatsApp is the best format for the group because it's a bit of a weird app in that like, you've got to do your phone number and all that sort of thing. So I just think it's a little bit... There's, there's got to be a better alternative. And if anyone's got a better alternative, I'm all ears. And if, you want to, if you're a Brisbane fan, you want to join the group, 
love to have you email the show, tweet the show, Discord, whatever, however you want to reach out to us. Um, yeah. Tom, is Facebook, like Facebook Messenger, probably the easiest way to do it? I, I have- Do people, I does everyone st- still have Facebook? I thought Discord would be the best way to go. But a lot of people don't use Discord. Well, but they can. I suppose they can. Like I'm trying to think. It, I'm trying to think. Me as an old man having to download a new app, learn all that crap. Are we still in a time where most people have a Facebook Messenger thing? Anyway, people, let let me know. Let me know. We'll fire up this Brisbane group chat. I want it to fucking explode. Uh, the season's about to start. We've got to get it going. Yes, it's, um, it's happening. Tom, if anyone has any emails or anything, where can they find us? So you can send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. Uh, send a message of support to our colleague on the run, Joel Dusha. Let him know you stand with him and you will not tolerate any of Gil McLaughlin's tyranny against Howgoodsfooty. Uh, or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Carney from 55. Uh, and if you do, just hassle Joel Dusha. He's at douche13. Uh, Sean, I'm excited. Footy oh, is... Tom. Back, baby. Next week, an explosive episode. Hopefully the return of Joel Dusha. All the recap of round one. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what to look forward to as well. A bit of a review of a certain roast that we Ooh. all attended. Ooh, yes. Uh, and maybe, maybe a Milo ice cream for everybody. Oh, Jesus Christ. Haggard's footy. It's delicious. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.